You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Friends, fans, and foes, it's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling. And I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today on the podcast. Uh, before we get to the podcast, you know what you have to do. You have to hit us up on all the social medias. Hit us up on the TNW Pod. That's on Twitter, folks, at TNW Pod. We'll be talking about Twitter in a few minutes, anyways. Also, uh, Instagram, uh, Talking Wrestling Podcast. At Instagram, that's a good one to go to. Uh, what else? On Facebook, we are backslash talking wrestling. Uh, we are also talking wrestling on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe, give us a favorable favorable review. We will read it on the show. Um, where do we go from there? Spotify. Check us out on Spotify. You know, we were there before Joe Rogan. They said you guys are the best. We're gonna bring you to this guy too. But don't worry, we're, you're still number one. And Talking Wrestling with Never Sleeps Network is on Spotify, as well as my three CDs, uh, Different Jokes, Turtle Crossing, and Vampires Are Popular. So check them out, Casey Corbin. Um, yeah, that is all the places where we are. And uh, if you want to send us a Gmail, talkingwrestling at gmail.com. Now, with that said, it is time... For the host, the co-host with the most toast and peas and post. I don't know what that means. Look, we didn't have a show last week because we had to figure shit out. This guy joined the Dark Order. Reese Turner. Are you there, Reese? <laughs> What's up, buddy? How are you? Not too much. How are how are you? And how how is the Dark Order? Yeah, it's pretty chill, man. Uh, listen, just hurry up and join the Dark Order. And everything will be okay. And we're going to have somebody come and uh, try to persuade you, uh, hopefully soon. Hopefully. Well, this is, we've got to, this is off the top news. Mm. It's not every day I get tweeted at by uh, one of the biggest wrestlers out there wrestling yeah. on Wednesday nights on AEW. Uh, you know, and what happened this week on my Twitter feed was, um, Colt Cabana, member Ooh. of the, well, I didn't even think of him as the Dark Order, Colt, Colt Cabana. I think of him as the Mark Marin of wrestling podcasts. Oh and, yeah, yeah, and it's just like he he tweeted at me, and um, I don't know how he saw it, but recently I was on CBC, which is their Canada's broadcasting station. And um, I was on the CBC on a show called Humor Resources mm -hmm. with John Doerr. And I was on Sweet the second Sweet Johnny episode. D. Yeah, TV's John Doerr. Now TV's John Doerr. Yeah, that. now he's Human Resource John Doerr. So it's different. And <laughs> um, Nikki Glazer was also on the show, as well as the Lucas Brothers. And um, basically... Uh, I have a human resource manager who is John Doerr, who you might have seen on Conan O'Brien. 
and uh, he interviews me about my career in stand up. And so it's not on in America yet, but somehow Colt Cabana saw it and he has a screenshot of me in my kitchen. And behind my kitchen is my wrestling corner where I usually mm -hmm. do my broadcast from when I'm at home because mm -hmm. it has all my wrestling pictures and autographs and me with wrestlers. And so he, it's all blurred in the background. So he's like, I could, he tweeted at me and said, I can make out Sabu, but I'm going to need help with the rest. Yeah. I have to see a picture of that wall. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, how did, you know, and then, and then I realized he must have watched the episode because he knew who I was. Yeah, 100%. And, uh, and he's also a comedian, and I'm a comedian, and we have friends in common, whether it be yeah. Matt McCarthy, Vince Averill from We Watch Wrestling, or Dylan Gott up here in Canada uh, from, uh, what? oh, fuck, what's their Wrestling With Regret, I believe is the name of their wrestling <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, I'm not 100% sure. I should really Google that. But anyway, uh, John Hastings and Dylan Gott, they've uh, worked with Colt before. Like Dylan did Edinburgh with them. Oh, cool. The festival. So um, I basically answered Colt by like showing him a couple pictures of blocked. Like, you know, we had uh, Dave Mirage from Rami on, and mm -hmm. uh, he, he's sort of blocking some of the pictures. Or I'm in a picture and I'm blocking some of the pictures. So then I found him a really good picture of all the pictures. But then I said, you can see these best if you would just zoom in. Like if you do my podcast, you can zoom into my kitchen and see the whole wall. Nice. And uh, and then he got back to me and he said, we'll do it. So right. now, fans of the podcast, I know you've heard this story before. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, David Arquette. But I assure you, I believe Colt... <laughs> Cabana will be on the show maybe next week or the week after. Perfect. And and the funny thing is, is I was so happy about all this and our correspondence and everything. And then I realized, oh fuck. Cole Cabana is part of the Dark Order. There's no coincidence that Evil Uno sends me a cameo. You join the Dark Order. Why are you doing me these favors? What? What are you, is this? Is this a ploy to get me to join the Dark Order? We just want to take care of you and see the best things happen. Oh, so well, just I... join the club, buddy. We're just a, we're an organization of like-minded individuals who just want to excel. Are there tax benefits? Of course, there's tax benefits. I, I, you just don't do them. That's a benefit. Somebody else will do. <laughs> somebody else will do them for you. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, that, that is good to know. Uh, speaking of Cole Cabana, he is on yeah. AEW. Yes. He's a fantastic wrestler. I hope he we is. do get him on. He's, I, he's a, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever listened to his show, his podcast, yeah. which is uh, The Art of, um, is it The Art of Wrestling? believe so. Yes, I do believe so. Um, yeah, that was like the first big wrestling podcast that were, that everybody listened to. And then, of course, uh, we're not going to talk about this with them because I don't want to piss them off, but we're not going to bring up CM Punk. Okay. Uh, I don't think there's any need because he's got a great career on his own between comedy and uh, wrestling. Like, I want to ask him so much on his philosophies on the similarities between wrestling and comedy yeah, and the parallels because 
I like to always say there are many, but I don't do both. I just like to pretend so I feel good about my wrestling habits. If you can give anybody the what's that? What's that called? The 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 skyline? No, no, no. Oh. This he's fit, off the top rope. He drops out and then leaves them on the top turnbuckle. What's that move called? Manhattan skyline or something? I have no idea. What it's yeah, if you could, if you could give every anybody uh, a standing elbow, twelve six elbow strikes to the head in stand up comedy, who would it be? <laughs> oh, okay. Um... Hmm. Um. Oh, oh, oh. Um. A standing elbow, about twelve of them. Jeepers. Um. Uh, no, twelve. Just a boom, boom, cabana. Punch, punch, punch. Twirl the hands, a la Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. Bionic elbow. Oh, uh, probably to Matt Billen because uh, he he would appreciate my wrestling ability. Nice. Yeah, I would do it to my buddy Walter because he too would appreciate it. I used to do it to my family when I was in high school. Um, I played football, so I had elbow pads, bike ones. Mm -hmm. And um, I would always put on one elbow pad and then Dusty Rhodes, my brother and my sister. That's I'd hilarious. be doing that with the, because the bionic elbow and I'd be dropping the elbow. See, but, boys, we, we used to do stupid stuff like that, man. When I was in high school, if we if we caught you in the diamond cutter thing, if I looked at you and I caught you down the hall and you looked at this, yeah, you had to wait until I walked all the way up to you and then I gave you a diamond cutter in the middle of a hallway. Yeah. Like that was our game that we would do. Like there's like six of us. And if you saw and like you turn your head and then just down the hallway, you'd see somebody like, you're like, ah, oh, uh, damn it! I'm about to get a diamond cutter in the middle of the hallway. I once was in a bar, and uh, I was in my 20s, and <laughs> this guy was went. The bouncers went around, and a guy went in behind the bar mm -hmm. and was like giving grief to my buddy Robbie, who was bartending. Mm -hmm. So I went behind the bar, I tapped the guy on the shoulder, I kicked him in the stomach, and I gave him a fucking real stone cold stunner. And everybody around the bar just fucking, yeah! Yeah. How could like, you not? That's amazing, bro. I don't even, I was just, I was hammered. Now, mind you, a mm -hmm. week later, when Robbie's like, how many more wrestling moves do you have? He goes, give me an atomic drop. And I, this is like four in the morning. I'm fucking wrecked. He's been bartending, so he's half wrecked. <laughs> yeah. And I go back and I get him right up. And I lose my back. And turns out. Um, I called a spot instead of the atomic drop. I'm now doing a, uh, you know, belly to back fucking Su suplex. suplex. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he landed on his fucking neck and you know, I was like, gee, he said, no, you know, 10 years later, my neck is still fucking sore from, from like, he goes, it still cracks. And I was like, well, you should have tucked, tucked the chin, but that's <laughs> a tuck the chin in, make the L behind the head. <laughs> oh dude. I tucked my chin. The other day, I took the train from Ottawa to Kingston, where I'm headlining yeah. the Absolute Comedy Club tonight and this weekend. And uh, I, I, I was the first one to get off the train. And uh, the woman, she brought the steps down, and then she swept them off. Yeah. And then she said, "All right, it's ready." And I took the first step, and I just my feet just fucking went out from underneath me. No. And I went into the air, and it fucking oh, landed. No. That's and horrible. I tucked my chin. My head did not bounce off the pavement. And That's I cool. also, my elbows 
and my arms hit, but my arms are all fucked up and sore right now. Mm-hmm. But I took a major bump, hardcore bump. And uh, the other thing is, uh, it's like, it's nothing RVD hasn't taken in his life or, you know, somebody true. in extreme. You know, how can I be mad about it? That's it, man. And there's another big bump we could talk about. How about uh, Big Diesel, Shaq Daddy, and the giant size bump he took off the off the ring apron there at uh, Look, AEW Dynamite? Before you even get to that, let's talk about the slap on yeah. Cody Rhodes' chest. <laughs> like, I almost think the tattoo almost jumped off his fucking neck because that yeah. slap was so vicious. And then the the power bomb was vicious as well. What I liked though, that power bomb, and I haven't heard many people talk about it, but it was a tribute to Brody Lee. Yes. Yeah, he did the you know, and then dropped a fucking savage power bomb. It was it was beautiful. A nice little tribute piece. And then it was great. The, the but that table slap, Yeah, that, that slap, slap though that you're talking about. When he did it, I was watching it, I'm like he just slapped the soul out of Cody Rhodes. His whole body shook. Like, that was the oh, biggest yeah. slap I've seen in a while. Not only that, Shaq looked, he looked good. Like, and he he wasn't even he wasn't even in real wrestling gear, but he looked good. Like, he's not yeah. out of shape. He's 360. He is a giant. He and, um, yeah, the table spot was, like, fantastic. You know, Good on him. Good on yeah. him. You know, I never. Yeah, I don't expect to see a celebrity, let alone of Shaquille O'Neal's caliber, to go through two tables to the outside, not even in the ring, he, like on the outside on the concrete against and, the like the fence. Man, that's and crazy. to do, be doing it now. Not yeah. not when Malone and Rodman were doing it. Yeah, to do it no, now when he's to like do fifty. It now he's like fifty, and mm. oh my god. Let's talk about how Cody couldn't body slam him. Well, he's uh, a big boy, you know. He's a big well. That's boy. what I mean. I'm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. He's a big boy. He was a very large individual. There you are. You're back. He was a very yeah. large individual, and he's awkwardly like Shaquille O'Neal. I don't think has taken many body slams, so he might not know how to get into it. You know. Well, it reminded me of the time Lex Luger was trying to get Dusty Rhodes into the torture rack, and he couldn't do that either. I was like, what's with these Rhodes in the fucking, you know, they can't get these moves done. Like, you know, Dusty couldn't, wouldn't go up into the torture rack because that's an awkward fucking... It's he, an awkward he, move. Gravity's going to pull him off of the back of Luger because yeah. he's so big. But, you know... uh that's why I always prefer the over-the-shoulder backbreaker uh, rather than the double-shoulder backbreaker because the over-the-shoulder backbreaker is way better. Yeah, I mind. agree. I'll agree with you. Yeah, that you was what. just a match. And how about Jade Cargill? Dude, I just want to say I'm in love with her. Yeah, of course you're in love with I, her. Jade Cargill is amazing, and she's she's so shredded. She looks like she could believably hold any title that she wanted to in AEW. I think she's the new China. She is oh. gorgeous and she is awesome, but she's on her own. And because, mm-hmm. and then, like, fuck, what a move set and what a set and what a move set again. And just a fantastic performance, like killer performance, not by not by just her, but by the whole like the, the first, first of all, this is the first match. Are you fucking yep. kidding me? Yeah. We're coming out of the gate 
with with Shaq and Jade, and I've never seen Jade before. Uh, what culture compared her to Scott Steiner? Because yeah, you yeah. do a move and then flex. flex. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I fucking loved her. Like, I loved it. Oh man, beautiful, and 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 like, you know, she, she looks like she can do everything. And then, Anything. what about what's her name? Um, Red Heat there or Red, Red Velvet? Velvet. Yeah. Red Velvet should be Red Heat because fucking missile drop. There she comes off and gets there. Like what a performance on her! She, yeah, she's elevated herself to a main event level. Uh, same with Jade, and then you know, and then we go into the the next match, and yeah, fucking that was amazing, dude! Like, are you? It was it's like watching a. Um, it was like watching one thing, and then the Olympics is on, and we're watching the Olympics, and then we go to now. Let's go to the hundred meter dash, and it's yeah. just like fucking I, full on out. Like, yeah, for me, fucking, I was like. We went from watching like just a really fun wrestling match to watching a bull shark eat three uh, eat two fish. Like it was it was just so intense, man. I loved honestly what a team, what a like what a what a trios it'll be when everybody's back together. Yes. What a tag team that was, Pac and Ray Phoenix. My god, they just came out. This is what this is how I surmised it when I was telling somebody about the fight. I was like, basically, what happened was there was a couple jobbers in the ring. Pac and Ray Phoenix came out, yelled at each other, ran around like lunatics, beat the bejesus out of these two people, yelled at each other again, and then left. <laughs> it's it amazing. Yeah. I think oh those god. guys are probably could be the, like I like AEW, it's a lot of different factions. Yeah. And I just think like those guys together with now Pac, someone that can lead them verbally, mm-hmm. uh, because the other two guys aren't so best uh, when it comes to the English mic skills. So it's just, uh, I think it's fantastic. And it's amazing. It's a, it's, yeah. it's phenomenal. It, like, and the skill set to watch those two guys who are fast workers already work off of each other with those two guys who got ripped apart. Yeah. was was just phenomenal the speed like ray phoenix running clean across the rope to kick the dude in the fucking mouth so that pack could just dissect the the other man in the ring in front of people it was it was phenomenal intense tag team wrestling and that's i that's what i love about AEW yeah um not only that it was like this was like uh like one of the better one of the best AEW Wednesday nights i've ever seen where I, you know, there wasn't. I don't think there was a match that, like, my least favorite moment might have been Big Show, you know, coming out. So what? Yeah. They got him as a wrestler? No, they got him as an announcer. Actually, is that both, good? both. I think okay, he, do, he, do you he, think, he is signed to to do some matches? Maybe. Do you think that the Hall of Fame uh, guy he's about to announce that's going to show up mm-hmm. is going to be him? I think it's going to be Carl Malone, and he's going to fight <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> I think Hogan and Rodman are coming back to fight Cody and Shaq. You know that would be like, and I, you know what? I would be for that match. I don't I mind. literally for anything right now. I love watching professional wrestling so much. It's literally it's one of the joys right now. The Inner Circle. Uh, <laughs> Was great where they first have like a couple guys from Barstool that you don't know, and then all yeah. of a sudden, all of a sudden you see uh, 
you know, it would have been it would have been great if they could have get if they could have got Dave Meltzer in there or, or somebody. But uh, to get Bischoff, though, is huge. Well, at first, where they got Ric Flair's got a uh, fucking son-in-law there. What's his name? Oh yeah, Buddy Boy. Uh, uh, what do they call him? Turkey tits. Turkey tits. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I love MGF so much. MJF is one of my favorite heels. There's a couple, like honestly. Uh, but I'm gonna shoot over to WWE for a second. That's I love- all right. Yeah. I love Miz and what Miz has been doing lately. His yes. Monday night was a little bit rough, but when he did the old, fine, we're going to fight, runs, powders out of the ring, grabs the belt, and took off, I thought yeah. that was beautiful weasel heel work, and I think that they should have let him hold on to the belt for an extra week and just kind of ended it there. But Exactly, and I just, it was so, like, it was so funny, too. Like, he's like, ding, ding. And then as soon as the bell rings, he just powders <laughs> yeah. the belt and just fucking runs. And so Lashley's good. like, what's he doing? I'm like, well, you know the rules. Like, that's, <laughs> uh, I would have done the same thing. 100%. You know? You're looking at across the ring at Bobby Lashley. I, I'm doing anything I can to stay out of that ring so he can't take my belt. And then you got the whole uh, Adam Pierce. I'm like, I don't like this character guy. I didn't know this guy. Who is this? The head of the referees? Why does he have so much? If he's the head of the referees, why does he? How does he have matchmaking power? It doesn't make any sense. See, that's what I like. It's it's kind of like fucked up storytelling, and that's what I prefer about AEW. AEW is telling me a better story across the board. You know what I mean? I love what they're doing with FTR now and and Tully, and they brought in Sean Spears again. He's back, baby. They're all throwing up the four. Well, wait, and this is confusing because Sean Spears. They're throwing, they're all throwing up fours, and he's going ten, you know. <laughs> and I was like, no, no, four, four. four and then Iron comes out at the end, and he does, well, the and, same and does this. But like, what is this even? What is it? I have a theory. Do you want to hear my theory? Is Ric Flair one of the guys that's coming? In? No, no, no. This is my theory of the. You have FTR, Sean Spears, and Arn Anderson is going to bring Big Shoddy Lee Johnson into that little group and i think that's going to be they're going to bring in like their own version of the horseman and i think it's going to be big shoddy lee lee big shoddy lee johnson uh ftr and spearsy i don't know i don't know i don't know i think watch um i think it might be cody and he might flip it it might be cody Nah, he, he has his own faction. He has the Nightmare Family. Lee Johnson has been winning some matches in the Nightmare Family. You know what I mean? I think he's going to split from them. And like Arn has been managing Lee Johnson on Dark pretty closely. See, this is what it is. AEW has so much content that they're starting to put out that when you watch all of it, you see a different product, really, than what they just put out on Dynamite. Yeah. like Because like, Lee Johnson has been wrestling with the Nightmare Family for a while on Dark. Um. And like Arn Anderson has kind of been his manager too. Okay. And I honestly think Lee Johnson has been winning some matches coming through big. I think he's going to defect because the commentators have been kind of placing those little bugs in your ear a little bit. So like, I think he's, he's due for a flip. I think he's going to flip heel and I think he's going to join this group. And I think he's going to, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with in the future. All right. That's a, that's a hot take. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see if it's true. Hot take with Turner. We is. need we need we need a Turner's hot take and we need a sound effect for this is just it. Hot yeah, take. Turner's uh Turner's Turner hot, takes. 
Turner's hot take. Yes. That? <laughs> That's great. That is great. Uh, whenever you have a hot take like that, you sound it off. Oh, or what about this? Turner gets toasty. <laughs> that's that's my hot take button. Oh my god, that's insane, insane. <laughs> but yeah, what um, a good uh, that was a good match. FTR and Tully versus uh, Jurassic Express. I like how they teased Tully doing a suicide dive. I'm like, please don't, Tully. Please, don't. yeah, you're too old, Tully. And, and I also loved. Okay, first of all, um, I, I like I love the Horsemen. I love Tully. I love when they came out wearing the belts, like especially the 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 belts that they beat the like they beat the Road Warriors for, and like when they were in there before they went to the WWE and became the Brainbusters. Those last couple of years in, in WCW NWA, uh, that's when Tully and Arn were at their best and beating yeah. the best, like beating the Russians and beating the the Rock and Roll and the Midnights and beating uh, the Road Warriors. And like you know, just dominating the division and everything like that, like such a good tag division. Anyways, and being a part of the Horsemen as well, it uh, I just love to see in all three of those belts, especially the early belt too. I love that. My favorite NWA belt was always the TV title, though. Tully used to hold that as well, and um, to see a slingshot suplex on someone, like I when I met, when I met Tully. I was like, why doesn't anybody use a slingshot suplex anymore? I love it. Yeah. it was, yeah. And to see him use it was just, uh, it made me really happy. It was wonderful. And then the, the, the cameraman angle of bringing Spears in that way, I was like, what the fuck's going on? Then the unveiling. Uh, yeah, it was It was just like every match contributed mm-hmm. to a great show. Yeah, that's it, man. The next card we got was, uh, the next match was Nyla Rose versus Rio uh, Mizunami. Uh, and that was the conclusion of the women's tournament that they've mm-hmm. been running, the Japan versus U.S. tournament, which I was watching on YouTube. And it's been a fucking – that was a good wrestling tournament. And it'll conclude – I guess it'll conclude this Sunday at when, Retribution. When, yeah. Is it Retribution? Or? Revolution. Oh, no. oh, yeah. Wrong wrong product. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy to me that, like, honestly, I did not see uh, Rio, uh, Rio winning that match. No. But Rio won the match. Yeah, I would have thought that uh, that um, Nyla. What's her, Nyla. I wanted to say Naya because they, they remind me of each other. Yeah. Um, but Naya Jax is also a really big bully. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> she's a, her and Shayna Brazler are, are very easily to dis. It's very easy to dislike them too. That's a nice heel thing, exactly. I, and I love Shayna Brazler. Did you see her kick out? Uh, Oscar's front teeth. <coughs> yeah, <coughs> that was insane. I know Britt Baker's gonna have a new customer. Bing, bing, um, bing, bing. Because <laughs> they all live in Tampa. That's uh, Every, yeah. That's the thing. That's where they all reside at. Yeah. Uh, crazy, crazy those things. The, so, 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 Shane McMahon is back. It's the road <laughs> to WrestleMania, so he's got to collect a paycheck soon, I guess. You yeah. know, the rest of my paycheck's the biggest one of the year. He looks more and more like Sylvester Stallone every time he comes back. You're right. He looks like if somebody took Sylvester Stallone and kind of squeezed his face in. 
just a little bit. Well, even like Stallone now also has those puffy cheeks because they're on the same uh, GHB or whatever they're fucking taking. You know, they're growth hormone. <laughs> you know, GHB and growth hormone are two different things. <laughs> I don't know. This proves I'm not an addict. <laughs> yes. So, so I I don't know. I don't know anything. Um, maybe I might get high and enjoy the weed. By the way, I thought of a new. I probably already told you this last week. This was, I've this thought is the of, weed. I thought of a new all-time favorite tag team of mine that I would a dream tag team that I would love to see. All right, are you Who ready for this? Yeah, double R's. That's the that. Well, that's the Loloku can be double R's or maybe I don't know, but they're both names are ours. It's Riddle and RVD, and I want them to be a bad tag team. And I want to call them the High Heels. The High Heels. I love that. I love, I love, are they cross-dressing as well? Do they wear high heels? No, 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 no. No. You're not going to gold no. dust them out a little bit? No, no. Come on. It's RVD <laughs> and Riddle. They're like, dude, come on. This is what I would do. This is what I would do. I would uh, I would give them, I would, I would tag them as well. I would give them a, a gimmick, like a Top Gun gimmick. A Top Gun gimmick, mm-hmm. uh, and I would call them the Fly Boys, but I would uh, get them high as well. So they're the Fly High Boys. So the high like, or just the High Boys? Yeah, stoned pilots. That's their gimmick. There's st- a couple of stoned pilots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's all. And they could come into like um, Highway know, like, to the Danger Zone. No, they could come into like plush. Or big bang, big bang, baby is a gas, gas, gas. <laughs> you know, because stone temple pilots are. In oh, nice! Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah, you're fucking. Yeah, okay, nice. Um, four more. So the eight horsemen are now together. Yeah, um, baby. The inner circle was great. The Young Bucks. Called, yeah, we uh, had the uh, Sting segment where Sting beat up Ricky Starks and then Darby Allen came to make a save again. How great was it two weeks ago when he was driving Darby Allen around dragging him behind a fucking car? Fuck, like that must have hurt. Bo- he like he was big boss man's dad at a funeral. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. That was yeah, that was a big that was big. This is like I'm happy that like honestly though, I'm happy that this is gonna come to a head this weekend because I can't every week with them trot and sting out to cut another promo or every week. It's been every week. Tony yeah. Schiavone just wants to be, it's sting. He just wants to yell that out every week, I think. But it was good. But then we went to 10 versus Max Caster on that card after that. I love the Dark Order, as you know. The, you know, as you know. Um, I'm not a fan of Max Caster at all. Don't like his raps, and he makes fun of a small child. What a piece of shit this Max Caster is, uh, and he he had to he, he wins he cheats, he cheats a little bit he wins. What a what a piece of what a piece of garbage. Uh, same with Jack Evans, another piece of garbage. Couple pieces of garbage. Yeah, I think those guys are uh, there's some good wrestling there. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, the, you know um, that as as opposed to the entire show. You know that match was kind of one of the mo- least memorable ones, uh, yeah, but it, look, look, look where the place placement was on the card, and look at who's 
Right. Uh, in between a couple of talks, Dallas. yeah, there's a, in between a couple uh, talking segments. You had the Miro shooting on Chuck Taylor, and then we How? got to our boys, Johnny Hungy, and the coolest man on the planet, Hangman Adam Page, versus uh, Big Money Matt Hardy, and uh, was it Mark Quinton uh, from uh, Private Party? I do enjoy uh, Matt. Uh, Matt, I, like. Can we just talk about how great Matt Hardy is and mm-hmm. how glad I am that he's not his brother? Um, I've always been a fan of Matt over Jeff. Oh. Uh, even from day one, I've always been a Matt Hardy. Like, look at, I don't know. It's just like one guy is, like, look at Jeff Hardy's playing the same fucking character, except he's putting a little more paint on his face. He's the yeah. same character that he's always been. Yeah. But you look at Matt Hardy constantly reinventing himself. Version one, version two. We're on fucking version 12. This guy's like Apple. He just keeps getting better and better and better and better. Yeah. Look at the stadium match he had this year, how crazy that fucking was. The fact that they brought back, you know, uh, total deletion, like that Matt yeah. Hardy, broken Matt Hardy. And, and and now we have like the million dollar man Matt Hardy. Yeah. He's just like throwing his money around to all these young rookies. <laughs> Giving them forty two hundred dollars. You know, and making them making their dreams come true. And uh this fucking Matt Hardy is is just as good as all the rest. And uh I just love the freedom that A to E W gives to the wrestlers or what I think they do. And this is what I can't wait to talk to Colt about. I'm like what is the environment like backstage? Is it everybody just kind of writes their own thing and then pitches it, and then everybody, and then they're okay, that sounds good because you know, at times, like in, during the wedding, that could have been a little sharper and punched up yeah. and made better. It kind of lingered and, and went on a little too long. That's yeah, where writing is needed, but um, you know, what I haven't had any problems with the writing here and there, like for the storylines and the matches are fucking all fantastic. So yeah, it's just a pleasure to watch every week. I just think if if it's a pleasure to watch and it's, you know, like, like, you know, the WWE, I just think backstage is like a fucking, it's like an ocean. It's like fucking sharks everywhere, man. Sharks and jellyfish. The roster is so large, you know, it's just so large. And they're all competing for TV time. Like what I like about AEW is, is they're still using jobbers. You know what I mean? They're, they're using some local talent to put people over. And WWE tries to be everybody's a superstar. There's no more Barry Horowitz. There's no more Brooklyn Brawler. Everybody has to be like, you know, I don't know. It's just a different kind of. We're watching two different project uh, products when we watch those two wrestling uh, companies right now, and it's it's it, as I said, it's a very good time for us, you know, because we can watch literally whatever style we want to watch. Well, it's great. NWA Power is. Mm-hmm. I mean, NWA is coming back with a pay per view very soon. Sweet. So uh, you know, and and then um, uh, the Mister Question Mark. The question mark guy wear the mask from NWA Power. I don't know if you remember him. He was over pretty huge. He passed away, yeah. I guess, last week, which is very, very sad and, and unfortunate. Um, but yeah, but the uh, yeah, it's good to see the NWA's back up and going to be revived because yep. 
Um, I thought it was great on the internet. And Billy Corgan could get the money together and get every, you know, they still have a good roster. And, um, you know, I just, I just love the fact that Billy Corrigan runs a wrestling organization as well as yeah. runs the smash. It is the Smashing Pumpkins. Like, yeah, he doesn't just front the Smashing Pumpkins. He is the Smashing Pumpkins. Like, come on, if you're going to do an NWA pay per view, you don't have to pay for royalties on all these fucking songs you own. Like, <laughs> to tonight, tonight is a great. Would be a great fucking. I, can you see a wrestling montage to like tonight, tonight, tonight? Yeah. You know, or a killer in me is the killer in you. Yeah, everybody, me. everybody would come out with a different Smashing Pumpkins or Zwan theme song. Zero, yeah. yeah. Instead of Nero, it's it, instead of zero, he sings Miro. Where now? Get a city. Um, he's Belarusian. Yeah, he likes to game. You know, like it's <laughs> he wrote a tank at WrestleMania. <laughs> Wanna go for a drive? Oh fuck. Oh, that's great. <laughs> so I was I was thinking about this. Um something that we could do every week. And uh, it's something I wanted to revisit that I don't think any other podcast is doing or I haven't seen them doing it. Okay. And uh, you have Peacock or the network, uh, rather. So okay. you know what I'm talking about. I was thinking, because uh, I love this series and all forms of and versions of it, because each year they redid the series. It was vastly different from the previous year. So I want to go back and I want to watch from day one. I want to go through all the tough enoughs and every week we'll talk about a tough, whatever tough enough we're on, on the show, on this nice. show. Nice. Nice. Let's do it. So, so we're going to make now, we don't know. Okay. So if Cole Cabana is in two weeks, then we will be talking about episode one next week. And next week, and if Colcabana is next week, we will be talking about episode number one in two weeks. Two weeks, either or, however, this happens, we're getting on tough enough. And then, you know, it'd be cool. It's like trying to get maybe a couple of these guys, maybe we can interview them because you know, who are these tough enough guys? And not all of them made it, and uh. You know, like actually, I know one guy who is on Tough Enough who follows me on Instagram and Facebook. So we could reach out to that gentleman. He just actually yeah. tweeted about Tough Enough uh, or or something like that. But anyway, um, I think it, I think Tough Enough is great. And uh, if you're not sold on Tough Enough being great, it's going to be my job to sell you to go back and watch these episodes yeah and it's going to be my job to sell you also on that or maybe a good flavor of chips to go with it Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> no i'm going to try to make you hate everybody on the show except for one person who's not going to be the winner i'm going to make you root for the bad guys i just saw a picture of some wrestlers Two wrestlers and they were fighting over a bag of all dressed chips. See, and, a bunch of dummies. All dressed chips suck. I said it. 
They don't. They don't. They're the best thing that America doesn't have, that Canada has. They're Canada's uh, fucking national secret. They're like barbecue chips that somebody spilled the vinegar on. <laughs> if that's the secret, then that's the secret. Look at Canada. We think of putting gravy over our cheese. We yeah. think of putting uh, vinegar on our fucking barbecue. Yeah. Ketchup powder uh, on chips. Ketchup powder on chips. I don't like sour cream and onion. But you know what? Remember there was a chip called frying gravy? No, but that sounds like it would be horrible, but good. Well, it was Lay's fries and gravy. I started eating them, and then I'd never had real fries and gravy. What? So I never, at this point, I'd never had real fries and gravy. I'd only eat the chips, fries, and gravy. Mm. So then. After eating like a dozen bags of chips with the fries and gravy, they didn't have them at the store that day, but they did have a chip wagon at the corner. <laughs> so I went up to the corner. I was like, can I have a fries and gravy? And then I had a fries and gravy, and it was the best fucking thing I had in my life. See, I'm telling you, that's that's honestly fries and gravy is is so much I is so much better than poutine to me, in my opinion. Fries and gravy straight up. You put cheese on it, it dilutes the purity of a fries and gravy. Some poutines are good and some poutines are bad. Yeah. Fries and gravy is never bad. Classic. Yeah. I'm a huge fry and gravy fan. So uh, just in in case you did not know that, America. (laughs) um, America. (laughs) America. Or Canada, or whatever. Um, yeah, I'm so I'm so excited about the potential of Cole Cabana because, like, if we can get Evil Uno on the show too, you know, him being from Ottawa, me being from Ottawa, uh, us being from Ottawa, you know, um, we'll see what happens. Dave, this is something interesting. Uh, Mike Speedball Bailey, yeah. his five year ban from entering the states is up. Oh shit! Guess who will be on AEW uh, Revolution making their debut this Sunday? Mike Speedball Bailey. <laughs> do you do you think honestly that like they would bring him in because he would be so? But how would you use him? Like, and who would you put him with? And because well, Joey Janela, Joey? No, no, no. Because I just see him kind of as a you know he's a karate geek. Like he's uh, yeah. he's Daniel and Russo. So put a, him put him with um, put him with fucking uh, who's that karate guy in uh, in uh, Brandon Cutler. Put him with Brandon Cutler. They can be like nerdy. One's a D and D head. They're double dragon. Whoa, <gasps> that's it. Bring him in. <laughs> oh my god, double dragon. Yeah. So yeah, so it's like people are all excited, but I'm like, well, wait a minute. He still has to get a work visa. That's yeah. why you got kicked out. You didn't have one. So um, so that might take a while. But uh, if he is Tony Khan behind him, yeah, it, can, a, he can, it can go through a lot quicker. Get that old one. You know, I knew a guy that wrestled for the WWE and played CFL, mm-hmm. and he had cocaine charges, and he couldn't cross the border. But the WWF made that go away. Man, they got them lawyers, man. That's yeah. how it's done. Well, look at how many international people 
the WWE bring in another company every year. Yeah. They must yeah. pay for a lot of work visas. Mm-hmm. 100%. 100%. That's awesome. Only if they had a comedy division. Can somebody pay for my work visa so <laughs> I can go to America? Can somebody do that, please? Casey it's wants only, a work it's, visa. It's only about $6,000 American. Come on, WWE. So, step up. AEW, step up. Sponsor a comedian right now for $6,000. You can have a Canadian comedian at your very disposal. What do you want? Do you want stories? Do you want somebody to take a bump? Do you want somebody to like maybe give you a handy? Do you want somebody got, to make you a sandy? That's a bumps, sandwich. Bumps? I got thrown off a train and Boom. I look like a hobo. Take it. I, he could take it all day. You, you need you need somebody to get picked on from the crowd and wear a choke slam from a, a, a wrestler. Here's your guy. Mm-hmm. And then, then there's me. I don't I don't want you to to to, to hurt me because <laughs> I don't like being hurt. But I can make a pretty good latte. And nope. I can make a good sandwich, which is a sandy. A sandy. And, and I can also do a good handy, which is a handstand or something. <laughs> no, it's a handstand. You got it right the first time. I know, Perfect. but like yeah. sometimes I think or something like an invert, like on your skateboard, oh, yeah. is also a handstand. It's mm. one of my many skateboard moves from back in the day that I've mastered. Casey was that, uh, didn't know this. Casey was a, a X game winner. Well, I was a big fan of uh, the dudes with attitudes, and uh, and they came in with the skateboards. Yeah. Uh, that being Shane, was it Shane Douglas and uh, and uh, People Power John Lauren Titus? <laughs> Isn't funny that he's got a rough voice? And his name sounds like John Laryngitis. Is that a thing? <laughs> He's like, hey, everybody, I'm Super Dave Osborne. I mean, I'm John Laryngitis. That's amazing. That's the worst Super Dave Osborne impersonation. It wasn't great, but I liked it anyway. <laughs> well, sometimes, like sometimes, I can get him down, but I have to watch a lot of them to, uh, yeah, to get that cadence back. Um, yeah. So that's uh, so. Who do you think is going to come out on on top on this weekend? Ooh, that's a good and, question. And who, and who, oh, we already said who you said the big surprise. Who would be the big surprise? I have no idea. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see who it could be. But, uh, people I'll are ju- saying Christian. Yeah, I mean, you know, Christian will go into the WWE Hall of Fame 100%. as Edge and Christian, not yeah. as Christian. No, yeah, because he didn't do anything really, really, really big by himself in WWE. No, but he went on to Impact and he had yeah, well, uh, won their strap. Hundred percent. And you know what? Uh, like Bret Hart inspired a woman to go take up, uh, go to, back to college. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris, I mean, I mean, uh, um, Christian. He and uh, I was at a crossroads in my life mm-hmm. on whether I should leave Yuck Yucks. The mm-hmm. aka the WWE of Canada comedy and go be independent, go to the lesser independent scene, yeah. or do I stay with Yuck Yucks and just be complacent and be happy I'm making good money? And mm-hmm. even though I'm they're not going to put me in the top card, you know. So I bet, like, when, when I saw Christian leave there and go to TNA. And become a world champion, I said, I'm gonna fucking leave Yuck Yucks and I'm gonna go out on my own and be my own. And I've been on my own ever since. So I always, 
And so some people would say, wow, you you got inspired by that and you decided to make a major life change. It could have cost you financial windfall of many, many dollars. Yeah, mm. I did. I, I put my faith in uh, Christian. So You bet in you. Yeah, I bet in us, Christian mm. and me. And Casey, Christian and Casey, Christian hey, Casey. I think if Christian and Casey were to be a tag team, um, because I like to talk to Christian, we can mm-hmm. be called Christian Mingle. I like that. That 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 would be great. That would be your finishing move, the Christian Mingle. Yeah, it would be two people bumping into each other at a party, mm, or or maybe a full on crucifixion. We don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> or what about what about the, like the Razor's Edge? Because when backwards, it looks like he's on the cross. Yeah, and with bring him down into what? Into the map. Oh, so it's like a double razor's edge. Yeah, yeah. What about totally. this? A razor's edge, and as the one guy's dropping him, you start at the corner, right? You start by a turnbuckle, mm-hmm. and then you kind of like as you go to drop him, the other guy jumps off the top rope and gives him like an inverted bulldog. When did that happen in the Christian Mingles? That happened, uh, Luke twenty four thirty five, and thou shalt jump off the top rope and ride a jabroni into the mat via crucifix powerbomb. Well, I'll counter that with this. Austin three sixteen says, "I just whooped your ass." Well, Reese four twenty says, uh, <laughs> "Let's uh, get high and weed is tight." <laughs> <laughs> what do you um? What do you got going on this week, Reese? Where are you going to be? What's going on? Uh, I'm. Uh, I got my show uh, Friday nights. Every Friday night, the late night sesh. Uh, I got a musician from the states, uh, Dan Medeiros. Uh, I've got comedian um, somebody, and I've got another somebody as well. I've forgotten my my order of people because <laughs> this is so fun. Uh, but yeah, I've got a bunch of good good acts all the time. It's it's a good old fashioned variety show. You know what I mean? It's basically is it your like your live shows now encapsulated online? Essentially, well, there's no stand up though. Like the only stand up I, I show is if somebody has like pre recorded stuff. Yes. Like I don't want to make somebody tell jokes and do a webcam. No. So, like let's have a talk. We'll have a talk. I'll show some of your stuff from when people were allowed there, and then we'll we we have our little chat. We smoke some doobies. I ask you some silly questions. Like I asked, uh, what, uh, which superhero do you think would operate the best B and B? Okay, the best superhero that operate the best B and B. I really think like. Like Superman just has the best worth it, work ethic. Yeah, he's like, very, and, he, and he's got the intelligence as well to run it. But he'd and, be very busy. He'd be very busy because he's got all. He's gonna save the whole world, though. Okay, okay, okay. You, okay maybe you're right with that, but mm. but then okay, well then, um, you know, uh, you need someone personable, someone nice. Like, you know, I really think. See, that's not. He can't do that. He can't do that. See, um, this is a really tough question. When you when you factor in, like, is he like is Clark? Would Clark Kent run the front desk 
and Superman Ooh. clean the rooms, Ooh. you know, yeah, or something see? like that. Whole new wrinkle. So because like you know, um, uh, Toby. I mean, I mean, uh, Peter Parker is a very personal young man mm-hmm. who could probably handle the day to day running of a house, mm-hmm. mind you. Um, and then when it comes time to clean, you know, you just turn into super mode and you become <laughs> Spider Man. And so I don't know, maybe because um, like somebody like Batman, like Bruce Wayne. He's a butler. He doesn't know anything about he. Like, he's a fucking spoiled rich kid. He doesn't know anything about cleaning or maintaining a house. It's true, but Wayne Manor would be a great Airbnb or a great B and B spot. <laughs> Wayne Manor B and B. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That place's not haunted at all. No, let's go there. No, and like <laughs> yes, and, yeah, yeah. And 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 Superman's B and B is in the fucking North Pole. And it's yeah, just exactly. a bunch of crystal castles. Yeah, a bunch of so, ice and shit. You just freeze your balls off. Now, yeah. and Spider-Man's B&B is an apartment. So, you know, like, actually, <laughs> you know what? It Charles might... Xavier, he's got a school. For, so you're just uh, hanging around a bunch of, like, weird, depressed 80s kids. You know, fucking Deadpool, you just go to his bar. Um, <laughs> no, I just, like, I think in the end, it's just, I think, uh, you know, who would be a good host? Um, is uh, Tony Stark would be a great host, yeah. especially this place. That's the type of place you could probably get on Airbnb or, or BB, and he could, and he'd be like, "You're gonna sleep in this room," and then hologram comes in and talks to you. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tony Stark. Yeah, because you know Tony Stark would be good around household guests because he's an irony man. <laughs> he fucking be ironing the that and stuff. That's, he's good. You yeah. got it. Perfect. That's a good answer. See, like oh. I like this. See, this is the kind of questions I ask the guests. They they have a good time answering this kind of ridiculous shit that I present them with. Uh, and then we smoke pot and I talk about pot. Well, this is a, that's a serious conversation about yeah. the superhero that would run an Airbnb or a BB <laughs> or you know. But, but wait, 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 wait. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. BB. BB. Oh my God, Bruce Banner! That's it. Just don't make him angry. You wouldn't like him when he's angry. Imagine that if you fucking shit in the bed. <laughs> he destroys his own house. He's so furious. You you leave you leave the property with your head down, and he as he plays the piano song from fucking The Incredible Hulk. That's Family Guy did a joke about that one time, didn't they? That's beautiful. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing. (laughs) Awesome. Hey, uh, we got to wrap this up. Uh, Folks, you know where to hit us up on all those social medias for Never Sleeps Network, Reese Turner, myself. Uh, Remember, check me out on Spotify. Uh, Three CDs, Turtle Cross, Vampires are popular, and and what else? Uh, Different jokes. Hey, and not only that, um, a new CD to come. Corbin Yes. <laughs> Hopefully Corbin will be out by May. Amazing. And uh, you'll be able to hear that. Uh, with that said, uh, thanks for letting us put a headlock on your ears. Hopefully next week we might have Cole Cabana or we might be talking about Tough Enough either way. It's going to be a great show. So uh, thank you. Have a great weekend. And we will talk at you next week.
Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com. 